What's up, my friends? I hope everybody's doing good and well. It's the second week into the new year. So I'm hoping everybody's still keeping up with their resolutions. And if you've cheated on La Dieta, like I have, well, there's always Monday. There's always Monday. But I'm keeping up with my second week of podcasting. So here it goes. Today's rant is about dating. I know last episode I mentioned I would talk about it. And if you've kept up with my IG, I've brought you along on my dating life or lack thereof. So let's just keep it going and just jump right into it. So as most of you know, or if you're just tuning in, your girl is single, bilingual, and ready to mingle. All right, maybe I'm not ready to mingle at the moment. But the last year of my life has been my fully legit single year. And I did do my fair share of dating. And let me just tell y'all, dating in this era is the hardest thing I've come across. Like, I think that jumping off of a plane with a 50-50 chance that your parachute won't open or, like, jumping into a tank full of hungry sharks is easier than dating. So, as any good single person with no real life outside of work and errands and Walmart, or if y'all go to Target, I ain't bougie. I don't even have a Target in Sebring, but... Anyway, as a newly single person does, you start off by going on a dating site. I was on Bumble and Tinder, and Bumble is a little better than Tinder, and ain't nobody got that type of money to be on, like, Match.com. But you're basically dealing with, like, scraps of, like, men and women looking for a good vibe, which I really hate being on those apps. I really don't know why I waste my time or why I even do it. I think it just really is boredom and lack of entertainment. But it's like the same 10 questions. And then you figure out they can't hold the conversation or they're just looking for some ass. And it's a no for me either way. I'm like super like honestly on there like naive like, oh, I'm just looking for a connection. Good vibes. Good conversation. Bullshit. Like, I mean, it is entertainment. But these men are really looking for like a quick hookup or they're ready to sell you their soul if it means that they're going to get laid. Like, they tell you anything that you want to hear. But I'm over here like I'm just trying to have dinner and some drinks and maybe a good conversation. And if you're cute, maybe we can have a makeout session. And that might be a little over the top with this day and age. But I don't know about y'all, but like back in the day, we used to call it scamming, which was a good makeout session. But like that was like the end all be all. Like I used to go to Calusa and... You would have, like, a scamming buddy. But anyways, that's a story for another day. But that's... That, I mean, it is a little risky at my age. Or I've just gotten more paranoid with age. But nonetheless, some of these Bumble and Tinder conversations have gotten past the, like, initial app combo. Like, you talk on the app for a little bit. And then you go to giving them the number. And then you go on the actual date. There's levels to this shit. Seriously, like, there's seriously levels to this shit. Like, I have to feel comfortable enough with somebody and, like, send enough pics to actually accept the offer to me because your girl just does not like awkward silence. Not that I could shut up long enough for that, but, like, if you can't carry a conversation for a couple of days through text message or, like, phone call, or, like, it's usually text messages because, let's be honest, nobody calls anybody anymore. 
But if you can't carry a conversation for a couple of days, then you probably can't hold the conversation at dinner. And if I'm like doing all the effort, like asking questions or like trying to keep the combo flowing, I'm just like over it. And then honestly, I just don't want to be catfished. <laughs> Which, I mean, I don't want to catfish on my end either. Let's be honest, these filters are the best and worst thing that's happened. But your girl could take a pretty dope-ass selfie. And if you follow my IG, you already know what I'm talking about. This face. Ah! I be feeling myself so much, I forget what the other half of me is working with. Which can be fixed with the filter. But I want to listen, with some Dr. Miami money, it could be done. And I'm still working on this GoFundMe. You could go find me on like cristonisuncuerpodesirena.com. <laughs> I'm slightly joking. I'm really not though. Like let's let's make this happen. But <laughs> anyways, it is actually a process before I meet someone in person which because I'm just like always super nervous initially just cuz like I don't know, you don't know what the other person is thinking or if they like you. But like I'll toot my own horn, toot toot beep beep. And I think I'm a pretty good date. Like, as long as you keep my coronas and the conversation flowing, like, whether I like you or I don't, like, I wouldn't make it known because ultimately, to me, like, either way, I could always make a new friend. So I just go into it. Like, I'm chilling with a friend that I've already known. Except this one time. Except this one time. <laughs> so I was totally catfished. I was totally catfished. I was like, what the fuck did I sign myself into, Crystal? Like just ride with it you know he had driven from far he he drove from far so it's like i couldn't get out of it you know what i'm saying once i was already there i was gonna be a jerk and i was like just ride with it you know he's being a gentleman which he i mean he, he was he was and but like those pics did just not add up First of all, i'm like the queen of doing selfies and like no body pics because i mean i'm chunky i, I like I mean, I'm fat. I'm not going to sit here and lie. So, I mean, I don't take a lot of body pictures. I do take a lot of selfies on them. Just be fire. But I don't. But I also don't go on that app and, like, not post any body pics. Because, hello, you're going to have to meet me eventually. And then I really don't want to catfish you. Like, you're going to like all of this. Or you're not going to like none of this. You know? And different strokes for different folks. And whatever so i should have known he had like a couple of like face pictures but i'm like i whatever crystal like at the end of the day i don't know who i think i am again i've mentioned this before like i do not know who i think i am because i mean when with the gorditos like i'm the only one that's supposed to be chunky in this in this relationship okay but so but i was like i whatever you know he might be but he might not be, but he only has selfie pictures. But he had, like, dark hair in his pictures, and he had a cute-ass face. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm down. Bro, this man showed up, and I don't know where his dark hair went. But he had, like, bleach, blonde, platinum hair, and he was, like, my height. And he was chunky, but I, was, I overlooked that. But then he had no ass, <laughs> which... Women do look at, at 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 dudes and be like, he ain't got no ass. Like, if you have some chicken legs or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, we do the same thing. But I guess that men could say the same thing about me. Like, damn, she cute as fuck, but fuck, she ain't got no ass. <laughs> but honestly, what did it for me was just the hair threw me off. It just threw me off. 
And then he had like four or five kids. And I'm like, oh, no. I've been through this song and dance before. It's not happening. You know, I'm not opposed to kids. But four or five of them, th- that's too much. That's just too, 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 too much. But needless to say, I mean, it was a good time. I did leave him for a good portion of the night to go talk to the bartender girl. And then I was like, oh, shit, I forgot. I'm on a date. But and I know that he liked me just by his demeanor and like the way that he was flirting. But like it, it was just a, a no for me. Like it was just a no for me. And I think from like the beginning it was like a no for me. And that was like my one and only real catfish. And I think I was nice for the most part because I mean I'm not an asshole, but I think I blocked him on my phone. And if drug me blocks you, like you know it's real. But I did also have some good, like, initial dates that turned into a couple dates. And I actually met this one kid, and it seemed promising. His story is, like, he had no kids. He had a job, a car. Like, he was driving from, like, Orlando to Melbourne. I mean, he lived with his parents, but that could be overlooked. Like, I'm I'm not that difficult, guys, okay? Not that difficult. I could overlook some things. But we hung out a couple times. But he was a weed smoker. And not that I'm against people like a man that smokes weed. I mean, I'm not a weed smoker. I used to when I was younger, but it's not my thing. But again, I'm like, I'm not against the weed smoking thing. But like this kid had a beard. And the weed smell would stick to him so hard. It was like when somebody has like pete agrajo and that person doesn't notice or they're so used to the smell but like it smacks you in the face every time and you can't even hear correctly like that's how it was and i mean i i used to smoke newports i vape now when i smoked i was like super paranoid that i would like smell like cigarettes around someone that didn't so like if i knew that was like and most guys don't like that so like, I honestly wouldn't smoke cigarettes unless I drank and then I just couldn't hold it back. Usually I was good about it and I didn't have to. Like, I wasn't, like, super, like, oh, my God, I need a cigarette type shit. But but I was still, like, nonetheless paranoid when I would, like, that I would smell like cigarettes. Because I know what it is to, like, smell some, like, when I don't, I didn't smoke, like, and I would smell somebody that did smell. I was like, oh, disgusting. My mom was like, that's what you smell like. I'm like, oh, my God, that is so gross. I mean, it didn't stop me from smoking, but, I mean, now I did. Thank you, Corona. It took away my taste buds, and I cannot smoke a cigarette to save my life because I find it disgusting. But, and mostly why I vape now, but my vape smells like rainbows, so it's straight. But, anyway. But I would be so paranoid that I would smell like cigarettes around someone that didn't. So I would like wash my hands. I'd brush my teeth. I would put mouthwash. I would sanitize my hands. Spray myself down on perfume. You know, all the things that you're doing right now. Like to to try to not catch Omarion. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But, you know, not to smell like bad. Which I'm sure I smelled like a mix of perfume and ports. But, I mean, I tried. And and for the most part, I I was successful. But this kid did not try at all. And sometimes I would be like, can you go brush your teeth? Like, it got to a point that we were like, you know, cool. And I was just like, yo, can you go brush your teeth? Or like, wash wash your beard. I think it was his beard that like, I don't know. It was just driving me nuts. And it was just a big turn off every time like we kissed. And like, I just felt like I was making out with a weed plant. It was... But, I mean, I will give it to him, though. After a long relationship, 
you know, I was in. He did make me feel like I could feel again, even though I knew he wasn't going to be endgame. It was, like, nice to know I could potentially like someone again. He took me on some nice dates, and the vibe was always, like, the vibe was always cool, but it was short-lived, and and then he didn't take my birthday serious, which I really take my birthday serious is, like, the one day out of the entire year that could be solely about me february 25th i just mark it down on your calendar i mean it never happens it's not ever about me like my shit goes disregarded nobody be throwing me parties or nothing like i don't have a surprise birthday party i'm just throwing it out there like if you want to this year i'm turning 34 well maybe at 35 because 35 is a bigger number but anyways (laughs) back to it where was that but he didn't make a big deal about it like like he just like disregarded it so he your boy had to go And I think the distance made it hard, too. So, like, the feeling was kind of mutual. I mean, it was fun while it lasted. (laughs) Another time... Oh, so let me tell you about this one. I met this one guy at a Melbourne strip club. Yeah, I know. There's a strip club in Melbourne, which we have no strip clubs in Sebring. But since it's full of viejos, I don't know even know who would show up to the strip club if we did have one in Sebring. But there was a strip club in Melbourne, and it was, like, a super random night. My best friend and her man ended up going to visit me and like we went to like some restaurant and then we're like bro let's go to the strip club and we googled it and it was like we just ended up at this strip club it was like in the middle of a family shopping center like literally dollar store was right next door but it was the funnest time like we had that club on and popping and it was a legit like hole in the wall strip club like, I've never really seen anything like it. Especially that I've gone to, like, strip clubs in Miami. So, like, there was, like, a little stage in, like, the middle of the bar with, like, a stripper pole. Bro, it, it, it was full of characters. It was full of characters. Like, the men in there were characters. Some of the strippers. It was, it, it, it was definitely a good night. It was definitely one for the books. The strippers did say that that was the most money that they've seen in a while. And let me just tell you, it's not because we spent it. (laughs) We didn't spend no money on nothing but our drinks. But me and my best friend, we did make it a point to, like, make all these weirdo men spend their money. And, like, one point, there's this guy that had came up to me and he was, like, trying to talk to me. And I was like, no, because... You just can't take a guy seriously at a strip club that's trying to, like, hit on you. Like, no. So, (laughs) but he left, like, this, like, wad of, like, ones on the bar. He was asking for it. But, (laughs) so, I was just like, no. So, like, he kind of turned to my friend and was, like, ranting to her. Like, why wouldn't I give him the time of day? And there was just a stripper next to me, and I just grabbed this man's ones, and I started making it rain on her until he finally, like, turned around and saw what I was doing. And <laughs> I was like, that was, so, that was so risky on my part to take this man's money and make it rain on the stripper. But in my defense, he was probably going to do that anyway, and I just sped up the process. But whatever and he's like but you don't want to talk to me but you spend my money. i'm like I, I didn't put it in my pocket and you cheap that's why that's why i didn't want to talk to you but 
he he was a weirdo. But that that night was crazy. But I I said that because I did like towards the end of the night I did see like the only fine ass guy I had in like a long time in Melbourne, and probably ever in Melbourne. And let me tell you the courage of these drinks. Like you had to go outside to like there was like a little back patio, so everybody was like going back there like to smoke and just talk or whatever and vibe. I just peeped him in the corner and I was like, I have to talk to him. And you know, and and the the forty million drinks that I had on me said that I had to talk to him. So we're like walking out the club and I like grabbed him and like I shot my shot. And I shot my shot and he went for it and I whatever I got my number. And we were talking back and forth, like, the rest of the night and stuff like that. And um, and then, like, we talked the next day. And then I, he's like, I have bad news. And I'm like, oh, good Lord. This guy, he looked too young to be married, but I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, but he was in the damn Coast Guards. And he was leaving in, like, two days. I'm like, but why? But why? Like, ugh. I was so upset. I was so upset. And, I mean, he was trying to meet up before he left, but between, like, me being hungover and then I had, like, my best friend and her man there and me being hungover, it just didn't happen. But it would be my luck to finally, like, meet somebody and, like, my eyes were totally infatuated. And then I was just let down with his disappearance. I mean, he he did offer, like, we had talked over, like, the months and stuff like that. He really was a Coast Guard. That wasn't a lie because at the time I had a Coast Guard. Well, she was married to a Coast Guard, and I had kind of asked, and they did know, that person did know him. So he was, in fact, in the Coast Guard. He wasn't lying to me about, DK, I'm leaving in two days. So that was a true story. But, I mean, and he, he did offer, like, pay for some of my flights to go see him once, what like, he, like, settled in. He was, like, going back to Puerto Rico or something. But, like, I'm, I'm a chicken shit. I'm a chicken shit, and I just never took him up on the offer. And after a while, that just faded. Um, So that was that. I was so upset about that one. That one, like, really broke my heart. <laughs> um, I did go on this other one date in Sebring. Um, initially when I saw him like on the app, I was like, no, like boy, he should have put a better picture because that picture that he had didn't really do him justice. And I'm like, this white boy is not my type, but I'm like, let me just entertain the conversation because I'm bored. And then he really had like good conversation. And then, and then I gave him the number. See, and then, you know, the more pics that he was like sending and then like, he sent me some videos and I was like, oh my God, this guy's like super cute like super handsome i was like oh my gosh and i was like that, i'm like homie that one picture that you got on bumble is not doing you no justice i never told told him that but i really thought that in my mind but like the more he sent me pictures i'm like oh yeah he my type and he was actually way more like handsome in person which then i was totally like extra freaking nervous and like trying to play my cool and i was like totally nervous but you know, it like, so his story was that he was kind of recently divorced. He had three kids, but like two were stepkids that he raised. And, you know, they still call him dad and stuff like that. And then like one was his. And he had a decent job. He did live with his mom again. Like, I mean, I, I, I kind of overlook like when a dude is like, I live with my mom. Or, you know, the good old, my mom lives with me. 
I don't know why I overlook it. I don't know if it should be a red flag. Like, should that be considered a red flag? I don't know. I feel like people go through stuff or, like, everybody has a reason. And I don't know. It just doesn't fully bother me. I guess if I'm, like, seriously dating. But then I have, like, my own place. But, like, I guess if I'm, like, seriously dating you and I want to go over it, like, I can because it's, like, I means you have a curfew. You live with your mom. Like, is your mom going to come out? Like, I don't know. But I have my own place anyway. So, like, I guess that's why it doesn't really matter. I don't know. It hasn't gotten that far. So... What and and again, everybody has their story, and you know, listen. If I can go back to the go living with my mom, I mean, I wouldn't. But if I had to because of financial reasons, it is what it is. So that doesn't fully bother me. He actually like literally lives down the freaking block, like well, across the street. But we he lives down he he lives down the street, like two minutes away. But we met up at this like bar kind of restaurant place nearby, and. I guess it's his, his spot. Like, he goes there a lot because, like, the waitresses waitresses knew him. But here's where it gets good. So I get there. He was already sitting there waiting for me. And um, so I walk in. He, like, walk, you know, whatever. Say hi. I get in the chair. I'm like, all right. Whatever. So we have a couple of pictures of beer and... I t- he's like, you know, do you want to order something? And I'm like, you know, I'm not really hungry because when I drink, for some reason, I just don't want food. It's not that I'm, like, trying to sit there and be like, oh, my God, I don't want to eat in front of a guy. I'm just like, I started drinking. I'm not hungry. And it is what it is. But whatever. So he ends up ordering some wings and, like, pictures are flowing. The conversation was flowing. Like, everything is good. I- everything is good. And I I I felt like. You know, I felt, you know, good vibes. I felt good vibes. Now, the good part. The bill comes out. So, so if I go on a date with you, I'm going to pull out my card. And I'm just going to pull out my card because I'm obviously testing you. Not because I have any intention of paying this bill. But you take out the card. And, I mean, I... I I I didn't have any intention to pay. I I mean I'm not against going Dutch either, although it's, it's a complete turnoff and that would be a no go for me. Like I'm not a gold digger, and but I mean there are certain standards that I would like to be met, and a man paying for my dinner and my drinks is is one of them, and that's because all the men in my family always pick up the tab. Sometimes they fight to pick up the tab. So that's just what I'm used to, and I like like I just I want a man to pay for my dinner and my drinks. But anyways, he tells me no, 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 like put your card away. You're not paying. In my head, I'm like, okay, you got some brownie points added to your list, bro. This waitress comes back and is like, it's not going through, and I'm sure that. My face gets red when I drink, but I was just like, my face must have gotten really red out of like secondhand embarrassment because like nobody likes being declined. Like nobody likes that. And then even more so when you're like on a first date, you get me? And so I'm like, tragame tierra. <laughs> so, but he's like, no, 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 run it again. Like there's money on the card. And I'm like over here fully cringing, fully cringing. And I'm just kind of like, just let me drink my beer and like, you know, not make it a big deal. Like, I don't want him to think that I, you know, I just feel embarrassed for him. But 
bro, this girl comes back and she's like, yeah, it's not going through. And I'm like, homegirl, you are not making him look good on this first date. She's like, no, no, it doesn't say sufficient funds just for some reason. It won't read the card. You know, he's here all the time. He's a good guy, but I don't know. The card's just not going through. I couldn't even, like, dial it, like, put the numbers in. I'm like, bro, I'm not going to go through this. Like, I'm like, here, take my card. And I just paid the entire bill. And, I mean, he was, like, really apologetic. And he's like, I'll make it up to you and blah, blah. And we left and we had a nice kiss in, you know, in the parking lot. And then whatever he, you know, he's like, I'm so sorry again and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to get up to you, whatever. We got in our cars. We left. And he was, like, fully texting me, like, saying, like, sorry and whatever. Like, on the next date, it's on him. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to let this one ride. And we text back and forth maybe for, like, a couple of days. And, like, mostly it was me initiating the conversation. And then I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not initiating anymore. And he went silent. And I'm like ugh, what a jerk, like, if you didn't like me, or whatever, or, like, but, like, at least if you, like, felt bad that I paid the bill, at least to, like, offer to go out as friends, like, I'm not asking you for, like, marry me today, or, like, be my boyfriend, or anything, like, I'm just new to the area, and, like, just someone to hang out with would be cool, but, like, nothing, and then I get to thinking, and, like, my, 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 like, my, 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 I started stuttering, (laughs) That's so funny. I got stuck on my words. Anyway, my Miami thinking, I'm like, this man probably told the waitress because he was there first. Like, probably told the waitress from, like, I don't want to pay for it. So just say that the card isn't going through for whatever reason. So she could pick up the tab. Which I could totally be making that up in my mind because I'm a Pisces and I'm crazy. And I make, like, complete novelas in my mind. But I don't put shit past anyone. And the fact that they knew him so well, like, I just wouldn't doubt it. And he really didn't even make the effort to, like, pull out another card or, like, cash or anything. Like, he just kind of took it for what it was. So, I don't know. It was kind of fishy once I started, like, really got to thinking about it. But nonetheless, again, I didn't hear from him ever again. And I and thankfully, I haven't run into him anywhere this city is small and so it could happen and yeah no but like this just dating game is just so hard like you never know somebody's intentions people put out their like best foot forward at first and then it's like if they know you want something more which like i'm totally down to take things slow at this point in my life and like really get to know someone on like a friend level but it's like to these dudes it's like okay yeah this girl isn't giving it up or and then like they go ghost or like I don't know, like I I don't I I don't know where it goes wrong. I don't know where it goes wrong because I'm a freaking gem, I'm a fucking gem. But like I, there's nothing more that I hate than being ghosted. I hate that shit with a passion. Like tell me, like if you tell me like a I'm not feeling you or like my dog died, I can't date right now, like something. But like say something, just don't leave me like unread. It 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 annoys the shit out of me to the point that. If I haven't deleted your number by then, like, and I have some drinks, like, I'll probably tell you to fuck off, like, randomly. Which I did think I, in fact, told him to fuck off randomly one night that I was drinking. And then I deleted his number after that because I'm like, Christelle, I'm I'm trying to get better at that. And, but, like, whatever, bro. Like, we're grown. Like, speak up. 
Like, if you don't like something, say it. If you do, you do. If you don't, you don't. Like, I'm not a $100 bill for everybody to like and enjoy. But, like, don't leave me on red. Tell me why or something. Like, yo, like, it just ain't working out. But whatever. And then it's just, like, men love to talk, like, down about women. And then, you know, women. You know women. We always got something to say about men. Me included. Me included. Okay? But it's like we all say that we want like the same thing of wanting something real and serious. And then ultimately we're like hating on each other so much. Or like we have this like preconceived notion about like the opposite sex that we just can't like get it together. Like I don't think that our abuelos and abuelas had this type of issues. Like I think back then they're like we like each other. You're cute. Like let's date. Take this ring and this vow and let's make a family. Now it's like, do you have a job? Are you a gold digger? How many kids do you have? What's your credit score? Do you cook or clean? Like, are you handy around the house? And then it's like the bigger, like the even bigger issue is like, do you have any slight inconvenience about you or you have too much baggage? Because if you do, then it's a no-go. Like, we're just in an era where it's like, we just want to hook up, have fun, have a slight connection, but like never nothing solid like situationships last so damn fucking long like what are you scared of of 10 years into a situationship the commitment or like you're just scared to actually give it like a title like we're so scared of titles like it brings like oh we got a title it's gonna bring some extra shit but then like you're just like years into dating you're still dealing with the same kind of conversations or like like, I just wanted to be, like, I'm down for you, and you're down for me, and we're exclusive. Like, it's just, like, it's so hard to keep a situationship than a relationship, I feel. Like, in a situationship, you have, like, all the same troubles, but I guess it's, like, fair game to hook up with someone else, and you can't be mad about it. But, like, the other person's gonna find out and be mad about it. Like, I'm gonna be mad about it. Like, if, I, if, I, if me and you are dating or in a situationship, and you go and, and, and hook up with somebody else, I'm going to be mad. And you're going to hear it. So it's like we in a relationship, but we're not. But I'm still going to be mad. I mean, I just don't understand why two people can't just, like, oh, come together and be like, you're cute, we vibe. Like, let's do this. I mean, marriage and kids is ultimately endgame. But, I mean, I don't think that we even give the chance to really get to know someone. Because it's like men want to hook up. And then women just want to be financially supported, which is not my case. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm not speaking for everybody. I'm just saying that most of like, you know, dudes are always talking about like women just want like to be financially supported. And like, I just don't think that that's my case. Like, yeah, I want my dinners paid for, but I pay for all my bills on my own. And yeah, it would be nice to like have a man by my side to help me out in a way as a provider. But I could do that all by myself too. So it's not like I'm looking for it. It's not like I'm gonna like I'm not gonna date a guy because he doesn't want to pay my bills. Like that just sounds stupid. But we and like we also think we have like we have to have it like all together in order to get into like a meaningful relationship. But I think like with the right person you can meet someone like their mess and grow together and like work through it to ultimately make each other better but like what the fuck do i know i'm still single and and there's like no signs of anything promising right now 
And, like, people are just so complicated and, like, just scared to commit. But, like, there's beauty in commitment. Like, there's peace in loyalty. And, like, there's love in being genuine and authentic with, like, one person that you could run to at the end of the day with, like, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like, good lord, why is it so damn hard? I think we're, like, focused on, like, all the negatives about a relationship instead of the positives in, like, 2022. But, like, there's positives that could come from it. And obviously, like, with the right person. I'm not saying that everybody has a connection. I'm not saying everybody catches a vibe. But, like, I also don't think that we give it full, like, chances because we're, like, completely jaded from our past. But it's our past. Like, it can't be changed. It can't be erased. Like, tomorrow's not promised. So just, like, live and love in the moment. Like, that sounds so corny, but, like, it's true. Like... The bills are always going to be there. The kids, the trauma, the heartaches, like, our scars. Like, that shit is always going to be there. But, like, a genuine, honest connection, it's not always going to be. And, like, good women and good men won't always, like, be found. So, if you do find it, keep it and, like, work at it. I'm a good woman. So, keep me and find me and work for it. Jeez. (laughs) But, like, everything in this life is work. Like, there's no payoff doing, like, the bare minimum at anything. Like, whether it's, like, business or, like, pleasure, like, family, friendships, like, family, friendships, like, whatever. Like, everything is work. Like, you don't have to have it all together to be, like, capable of giving somebody your all however that looks to you. And I think as long as you have, like, communication and honesty, honesty is a big thing, and, like, listening and, like, just being there for somebody, like, is enough for most people without all this, like, extra shit. And I'm, like, not saying don't have any boundaries or, like, your red flags. I love red flags. Red is my favorite color. I be running into them like a, like a bull. I, I'm like, oh, you got a red flag. H- how you doing? But anyway, but I mean, like, don't, like, I'm not saying that if there's, like, red flags that you won't deal with. But, like, we need to stop hating on each other so much and putting, like, this extra pressure on people because of our past like just be in the damn moment with the person that you're with like let it ride let it flow let love in like if it doesn't work at the end then you i mean you gave it your all and if it does then it's a beautiful thing and like i really am a hopeless romantic and i will always be a hopeless romantic i always believe that my soulmate is out there somewhere hopefully didn't get hit by a bus but Jesus needs to really give this man some good GPS directions to get to me already because hasta cuando? But like, but I'm chilling on the on the dating world right now. On the like, I have a lot more stresses in my life at the moment that putting myself like out there to date is just not a priority. But I always be open to love whenever it finds me. Like, you know, I do want a relationship ultimately. I do want the marriage and the kids and the white picket fence and, you know, my miniature schnauzer and whatever. But, you know, like, I'm still open to it. But my dating life has been put on pause. I mean, for other slight reasons, too. But, I mean, it, it would just, uh, I just don't want to put myself out there. And, like, Sebring is not doing it for me anyways, and Bumble is not doing it. So, I'm just going to try to do it the old-fashioned way and let Lord, the good Lord, you know, send me a good man. But, for now, that was that, you know. My dating life is put on hold. 
But with all that said, I'm signing off. I really do hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed making it and letting y'all at least know some of my dating stories. But as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for following me on this journey. Oh, follow me. Tell your friends about me. Subscribe. Hit a like. Share my stuff. You know, help a sister out. But that was that for this week's episode of Christelle's Sound Off. I love you all. I hope uh, the rest of the week is a great one for you guys. And um, yeah, God bless you all. Take care.